This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Glad to be with you here on a Monday evening, and uh, man, it's October. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. You know, October is one of my favorite times of year, especially when it comes to uh, enjoying my pipe, because this is like, this is... This is pipe weather. It's like when God was making the seasons yeah. and like, and like, you know, dictating out where everything will go. Yeah. He was like, man is going to need a time to smoke his pipe and it shall be October and it shall be October. <laughs> and it was good. It was, and it was good. And it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it, it really is a, a restful month. Um, you know, at least from a weather standpoint oh, around yeah. here. So it's been great. Yeah. A lot of folks coming in and, uh, you know, that first little, little cool spell that we have always, folks always enjoy, uh, coming to refresh on their pipe tobacco. And this is about the time of year I start seeing folks that I haven't seen, you know, since really, um, really May, really April yeah. or May, you know, a lot of folks will kind of taper off then and, uh, and then start coming back in. So yeah, it's exciting, man, football season and, uh, you know, lots of, you know, grilling out and tailgating and all that kind of stuff. So, um, NFL games and we're, uh, yeah, it's game on baby. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. We've, uh, we're really excited, of course, uh, to be joining you tonight, uh, here for the live show. Uh, you know, this is something that the podcast listeners won't understand, but, uh, we've been, uh, this has been an interesting evening for us. Yeah. We've been trying to Very troubleshoot so. <laughs> as, uh, as YouTube has completely switched over from Google Hangout to, uh, to YouTube live. And as much as that sounds like things would be simpler, they are not. Uh, so it's been a little bit, been a little bit difficult here to, uh, to get the live show going, but, uh, but we're enjoying it nonetheless. We are, man, we've got a uh, big event actually happening in October and yeah. that is happening later this month, October 22nd. That's right. Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans. Ow! That's right, man. We're going to be at the Cigar Factory. Aye. And uh, yeah, it's really exciting. Of course, the 22nd, that's a Saturday. We invite all of you to come down and, and join us. Not if just you're in the New Orleans area or the South area, but man, come on in regardless of where you're at. You know, go ahead and book your rooms. We're mm. for sure going to be there. Um, <laughs> man, October 22nd, uh, we'll, we'll be at the Cigar Factory, Decatur Street. Yes, sir. Uh, New Orleans Cigar Factory there. And uh, excited about that, getting our... Our, our rooms finalized and all that kind of stuff. So super excited about that. But um, yeah, come on down. It's going to be a blast. Four o'clock in the afternoon is when we're going to do the uh, the, the events uh, broadcast in there uh, live. Hopefully we'll have all this live streaming up for those who can't make it. But the best way <laughs> to guarantee you're going to be able to see what happens is to actually be, be there. there and see what happens. Um, hey, I want to make one clarification because, you know, we, we've made note uh, in the past about how we're hoping yeah. uh, to do a live smoke competition between the uh, the the. Uh, Magnolia Mississippi Pipe Club, right. as well as the New Orleans Pipe Club, uh, of which uh, we we uh, we reference them, of course, as the uh, the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club of New Orleans. Uh, however, it it. it it is necessary to clarify. I mean, there are several Sherlock Holmes pipe clubs out there. That's right. Uh, and and so you know the the pipe club, of course, the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club of Boston, uh, one of the most iconic. They uh, they definitely when 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 some of their listeners, one of their listeners in particular, heard us mention that the uh, the new uh, the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club would be right uh, present. They were like, oh, we like, didn't know we were going. We to We didn't New know we were going to New Orleans. <laughs> which, by the way, guys, come on down you to New Orleans. Come. Yeah, it'd be are great. You kidding me? Yeah, is, you got to get out of that Boston weather. Come on down here. It's amazing. Uh, but that being said, we got more information from uh, from that particular listener later on in the show, which I'm really excited about. Uh, hey, it's football season. It is. And that's a big deal um, to people, but not me. <laughs> right. It, it is not to you. Yeah. Has it been like, you know, I know that like lately you've had uh, a good influx of, uh, of, of cigar uh, folks, uh, aficionados yeah. kind of coming through. And, and uh, you know, I know that, of course, the pipe crowd as well is pretty big in the sports. I mean, hey, that's right. I mean, here in Mississippi, the SEC is... is, is it's right up there with the Southern Baptist Church. Man. I was about to say, man. <laughs> so, you know, what uh, have you noticed kind of an influx of people coming in on game day? Yeah, yeah, we really have. It's interesting, you know, uh, football, uh, obviously, in our part of the country, but a lot elsewhere is just such a gathering point, you know, for folks. And it's a time where a lot of folks... Uh, Good, you know, have reunions uh, of old classmates and, uh, you know, friends that they hadn't seen in a really long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, folks that go to church together or, you know, some other community organization, they get together around these football games. And we've seen just a, a huge influx of that. Um, and, and this is where, you know, the time of year, a lot of our cigar uh, stuff takes a little bump there right at the beginning of football season. Oh, really? just, I yeah, think yeah. a lot of folks kind of, uh, you know, feeling real festive, passing out some sticks for their, their buddies to smoke with them while they're watching the game and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, man, we're, we're in the thick of it, which is, uh, which is really exciting. 
Well, it's good. It's good to have a place to go. Now, yeah. I've got some uh, events coming up here in the shop. We do. We do. October 15th is our Country Squire uh, Magnolia Pipe Club Long Smoke Competition. Man. And, uh, man, we're really excited about that. It's our Jackson Pipe Night, third annual. And it'll be 6 p.m. October 15th. Uh, $25 to get in at the door. Uh, if you're a Pipe Club member, it's $15. And you can actually purchase that ticket on our website at uh, www.thecountrysquireonline.com. Uh, but if you go there, you'll be able to uh, purchase a ticket or you can call me and, and do that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have live music and food and strong drink and tons of door prizes and a our contest yeah which which is always the highlight oh, and man. uh yeah it's gonna be great so have you practiced up you know i i'm, I'm no but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i haven't either but you know i i feel like you know this is just gonna be kind of like ride a bike man i did so well last year I'm, I'm feeling pretty solid about this year now the 15th is that a thursday uh it's a saturday saturday okay 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 yeah yeah, yeah man this is gonna happen I'm looking forward to this i'm gonna make it happen uh this year my name is going up there on the top um, the, uh, the, the top of the, um, uh, of the second page, uh, <laughs> which, which, which is the one where you come in very last, uh, that yeah, page. Yeah. That, that's the one I'll be at the top of. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> no, dude, I, I believe in you. You know, last year, this time, uh, first we out were, baby, number one. Yeah. But, but last year, uh, today, actually, we were in new Orleans for the long smoke competition, right. uh, uh, October 3rd of 2015. Wow. Man, was um, that exactly a year it's ago? It's exactly a year ago today. Dude. And, um, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Happy. That's right. <laughs> no, I saw some, uh, some really goofy pictures pop up, uh, like me and Brian Levine and a bunch of other folks oh, down man, there Brian. Uh, hanging out. So it was, uh, it was really great, but, um, yeah, yeah, man, we did our long smoke competition down there a year ago today. And, uh, and man, you, you didn't do so bad. Actually, you, you beat a, a certain, uh, tobacconist. Oh, I beat you. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, it's my claim to fame. I'm, yeah. I'm going to hang on. To, and maybe I won't compete actually this year because that was the last time yeah, that kinda I. just kind of end on that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, uh, dude, what was it? Uh, the George Costanza. Thanks, everybody. That's my time. Right. And just walk out <laughs> after that one. That would be great. Dunzo, drop the mic. Exactly. No, exactly. it's, it's great. We'll be doing, uh, we'll be competing with Scottish Mixture from Mac Barron this year, uh, which is just one of the most, uh, you know, best selling tobaccos in the world. It's one of those that some folks classified as an aromatic. I never have. It's kind of a, a Virginia Burley style mixture. Got kind of a nice ready rubbed uh, flaky cut to it and uh, should be a really interesting tobacco to use for our long smoke competition. But uh, super excited. Everyone gets three grams of tobacco, two matches. You've got one minute to use both your matches to get your pipe lit. And, uh, and, and then we see who can go the longest. So be fun. Man, it should be a lot of it should be a blast. I can't wait. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a lot a lot of late nights getting ready for something like a long smoke competition. Rough to wake up the next morning, but the best way to wake up in the morning you gotta have your coffee, man. Man, you gotta have that bean fruit coffee. Bean fruit coffee. Okay, look, I, I need to tell you something. This is this is a true story. Uh, last week, not this week, last week, uh, every single Monday we've got a team meeting at Satchel HQ, right? And uh, and it's it's me, my my co-founder who I've mentioned several times, Briar Bowser. Uh, and then also uh, two of other uh, other teammates. We all come together and we all you know typically have lunch. We talk about things. Well, yeah. this particular Monday, which was last week, we went to lunch at a local restaurant. I'll go ahead and mention the name Saltines. Yeah, oh, you know man. Saltines. Yeah, great local uh, oyster bar. Okay, seafood. man, beautiful. I, it was wonderful, wonderful meal. We were kind of celebrating because we hit our our, uh, our target for the for the month, and we were really excited about it. And so I had shrimp and grits, and I thought, you know, I'm having shrimp and grits. That's a breakfast food. You know what I'm going to drink with this? I'm going to drink coffee. So I order a cup of coffee. I didn't make any specifications, mind you. Right. I order a cup of coffee. Now, they bring this cup of coffee out, and I'm drinking this, and I make everybody at the table be quiet. Cause it's just that good. It's like, well, it's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't pay attention to you. I'm drinking this cup of coffee, and I was like, and I said, I said, this is the most amazing coffee I've ever drank in my entire life. And you had to ask what it was. I did. And actually, Briar actually turned to me. He said to me, he's like, well, that makes sense because it's bean fruit. It, it, it's bean fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then somebody else at the table said like, oh, bean fruit. I was like, yes. And if you go to beanfruit.com <laughs> and use the code CSR, you get yourself you 5%, get yourself 5% off. And you, and you help a couple of your buds. All right. But here's the thing. Because like I, I did. I made the waiter go back and find out exactly what was on the bag to know the exact blend that this was. Yeah, you want to know the roast. All yeah. right. So this, is, this comes from their old route number four. Okay. And it is like literally, this is how coffee should taste. Now it's a dark roast. It's a darker roast. So, yeah. so you know, it, it, even, but I would say even if you don't necessarily enjoy dark roast, you've got to give this one in particular a try. Sure. Because literally, I I don't want to ever drink any other coffee. And we'll 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 mention the rest of the blends and everything else. But I'm telling you but right here and now, <laughs> this is the one. This is now, the are, one. Are, Bo, are you a cream and sugar guy or a cream guy? I'm what a what cream you, and honey guy? 
You put honey in your coffee? I do put honey in my coffee. Holy cow. I didn't with this I've never one. even heard of such a thing. I, I did have a little bit of cream in this, uh, but yeah, no, it's... Uh, I've never put... I've never heard of putting honey in your coffee. Oh, yeah. No, it was my grandfather used to do it. And, that is uh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It, oddly enough, I didn't realize he used to do it, so it's kind of one of those nature versus nurture things, but, uh, but yeah, really, really interesting. But again, old route number four, if you've never had it, I... I I implore you to do this. You get 5% off when you use the code CSR at checkout, beanfruitcoffee, beanfruit.com. All right. <laughs> Man, we've got an interesting topic today. Yeah, I thought this would be kind of fun. Yeah. So so we, uh, several episodes back, we went to a topic, a, a conversation level that may be some considered to be somewhat controversial. We talked about uh, this notion of separating the stigma. And this is the idea that, uh, you know, not all tobacco products are created equal, right. yet many will paint everyone who smokes uh, some form of tobacco product in a broad brushstroke so that we all enter into kind of the same space. That's right. Now, in the previous episode, we kind of unpacked that a little bit. We talked about different aspects. Uh, we we said some things that we can never take back. And some people applauded us. Some people uh, 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 demonstratized us. I, I think you made up a word, but they scorned us. <laughs> they scorned us. Right. They definitely <laughs> scorned us. Um, you know, and even even in our own we uh, way. We should more words. That's fun. Yeah, I think that's that's good. Uh, we should <laughs> get those royalties on demonstratized. Right. Uh, but you know, even even uh, in our own opinions, we kind of found ourselves a little bit on on differing things. Not necessarily stark differences, but uh, you know, the, with uh, different legs to stand on. There, we're reopening this conversation, yeah. uh, this topic a little bit, because specifically of a video uh, that was circulated around some of the different pipe message boards on the Reddit community uh, and, and otherwise. And this was a video that was produced, I think, by a filmmaker. He was just kind of trying to showcase uh, his different styles. Sure. And uh, and basically, it was kind of showcasing the pipe and talking a little bit about what we would kind of consider to be pipe culture and uh, kind of romanticizing, you know, the pipe and, and how great it is. Yeah. But very, which we which we love and agree with. Oh, all, all that's all that's great. One hundred and ten percent. But he also, in so doing, kind of um, maybe attacked both the cigarette and the cigar smoker. Yeah. Now. You know, this is where the conversation started yeah. in the different forums. Grist for the mill. Yes, yes, indeed. As, as it were. Later. We'll post the link out on the uh, on the show notes. I, I actually yeah. already posted it out on the Facebook page as well, just because yeah. I wanted to get some some thoughts here. The video is called Pipe Envy, yeah. uh, and, it's com- and it comes from uh, YouTuber Greg Boyle. Yeah. Uh, so here's basically the, the kind of the, well, before we actually get into it, well, when you saw the video, man, what was what was some of your thoughts? Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I, I you know, immediately saw the uh, connectedness that the person drew, or the distinction, the the you know, the um, artist drew between the cigarette and the pipe. I mean, that made a lot of sense to me it, to some degree. Now, obviously, we have a lot of cigarette smokers that also smoke a pipe, and uh, and pipe smokers that occasionally smoke a cigarette. You know, I, I occasionally enjoy a, a Nat Sherman. Or something of that nature, but um, you know, but yeah, I mean, it, it was typical kind of fair, run of the mill, like you know, cigarettes are more for kind of your fix, and uh, you're you know the you're smoking it to get to get the end of it, you know, you're not smoking it for the process or even necessarily the flavor or anything mm. like that, and it mm-hmm. kind of um, you know, as we all know and love, kind of took the idea of pipe smoking and romanticize it. We talk about the, you know, the flavors and the complexities and the, um, the deliberateness that you have to, you know, take on in order to, you know, choose your tobacco and keep your pipe lit and clean it and all these other things. And, um, I, I think the end of the video is kind of what, uh, was off putting to me. And it, and it's when the individual decided to turn, uh, it's wrath on on cigars, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and actually uh, tonight, in, in honor of uh, cigar smokers, I'm actually smoking a cigar tonight. Yeah, uh, I've got a Arturo Fuente. Uh, Chateau Fuente. It's the Queen Bee. It's a bellicoso shape uh, Maduro, but super uh, tasty cigar. We sell a lot of Arturo Fuente products here at the Country Squire, and um, you, you know, and I, I I don't know, just in solidarity, I'm, I'm I'm smoking my cigar. All right, so and that's and that's really the rub of it, right? Because I mean, ultimately, I I, I agree completely with uh, with the YouTuber and and kind of their assessment of of the cigarette. I'm very anti cigarette. I got some flack for being that. Uh, for, from some of our listeners, but other of our listeners are very much on my side on that one as well. Uh, but but really, it is about the cigar because honestly, I in in kind of the family, the cigarette is so I don't even consider them part of this family. Whereas yeah. the cigar is kind of the it's the cousin, you know, it's it's the yeah. uncle, um, yeah. you know, it's 
it, it's, and, and not like the not the uncle that you don't talk to either. No, like, no, no, like, no, no, like no. you know the uncle that you know like you like to be around generally, and that gives good gifts. Yeah, and, and all that. Yeah. The uncle that's got the condo down in New Orleans that just lets you use it sometimes if it's available. Hope because he's listening. I, I really hope he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, but that'd be awesome. Uh, but no, but you know there is you know I mean. John David, you you are sitting here a tobacconist, a business owner, sure, uh, with a pipe shop. I mean, this is this is a tobacconist. Yeah, we sell cigars, but we're a pipe shop. Exactly, you're you're a pipe shop, but at the same yeah. time, like you say, you sell cigars. Cigars have a prominent place in 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 the shop. Sure, you know you you are not someone who necessarily snubs their nose at somebody who is more of a cigar smoker than a pipe smoker. Man, absolutely, and we, and we've got tons of those people here, you know, in our community, and and that smoke the occasional pipe, but are more cigar folks, you know. And I, I think that's the beauty of it is there are are a lot of, uh, you know, interchangeable pieces of this. So I thought maybe tonight what we do, you know, d- just to kind of step back from this, mm-hmm. um, and, and I thought it was fascinating. You know, we're just talking about a video that was, what, two minutes long? If Not that, even that. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, we're, but it, it kind of uh, took this, uh, had this uproar online. Of course, you have a lot of folks that uh, push back and maybe some folks that agree. But, we, you know, we just wanted to kind of unpack maybe the relationship a little bit between pipes and cigars and uh, and go from there. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Let's take a look at, uh, you know, certainly some of the things that um, that are, you know, the difference. I, I think, uh, you know, most folks, um, you know, are going to smoke a pipe and cigar for the same reason, which I think is kind of interesting. You know, oh. you've, you've hmm. got folks that uh, tend to sit around, they're looking for something uh, to, you know, uh, force them to be a little more contemplative and uh, relax. You know, this is not something you do necessarily for a fix, but uh, it, it is kind of for a process. And, 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 you know, even though the cigar requires less maintenance, it, it does have its own way of doing that. But, you know, as far as the differences go, I think the obvious biggest difference you know, between the cigar and the pipe, of course, is going to be uh, the effort that it takes to keep a pipe lit mm. and put, you know, you put into, uh, you know, choosing what pipe tobacco you're using and what pipe you're using and, um, you know, packing it and tamping it, keeping it lit, lighting it, relighting it, you know, all these other things and, and even cleaning it afterwards. The pipe is very labor intensive where, you know, cigars are kind of devoid of the tinkering that's involved in pipe smoking. You know, the pipes, pipe people are, are tinkerers. You know, we like to, <laughs> yeah, know, that's good. Like these, uh, these little details that we have to take care of. And in, in some way that kind of ministers to us. And, um, but, but, you know, you think about cigars and cigars kind of have their own tinkering as well. Now it's not nearly as involved, you know, you don't have to have uh, necessarily, you know, a host of tools and all these other things. Right. Although, you know, you do have to have a cutter and a, you know, a, a appropriate lighter and all those things if you're really into it. But, you know, the, the, the one thing a lot of folks will see is that as they're smoking their cigar, they like to pay really close attention to kind of the symmetry of the, the light on the outside of the leaf. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as you're smoking your cigar, a lot of times the, the outside wrapper of the cigar, the, the, the tobacco leaf that, you know, forms the outside of the cigar, uh, may get kind of uneven. And so you're kind of tinkering with it back and forth, making sure it's burning even. But, um, you know, again, even though that's tinkering, it's not particularly a, you know, super intensive thing. Really, the intensive part of cigar, uh, you know, interest and, you know, keeping and having cigars is, is the part that happens when you're not smoking it. And that is the maintenance of them. Right. You know, pipe tobacco is easy. Like, <laughs> I have sacrificed many a cigar. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, pipe tobacco, you, you put it in a jar and you right. throw it in the drawer and you forget about it. With a cigar, if you did that, it would turn to the consistent consistency consistency of a paper piggly wiggly sack you know like I, it like it and and it's just cardboard i need to confess something because yeah. like literally i, I used to, I, it's just me listening i had <laughs> right 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 there's no video so it's fine uh i i had a i like literally i had a, an entire box of these really fine fine cigars and i, I, I smoked, immediately don't like where this is going and i, I smoked <laughs> one it was beautiful it was, it was a great cigar but but i just didn't have the opportunity to smoke them all that often and so and we know what happens when you do smoke a cigar. A year goes by. Well, no, no, no. This this isn't that story. This isn't that story. A year goes by, and of course, th- there's no saving these cigars. And I mean, I, I tried, man. I invested some money in getting a humidor, and I tried to upkeep it. But I mean, even sure. that, like you say, like the real, the tinkering goes into the upkeep. Yeah. And I was not as committed as I should have been. Every single one of those cigars, probably about 11 of them when it was all said and done. It turned into a packing peanut. You know where, you know where I put them? On the fi- like on the fire pit. 
I bet they smell good. It smelled amazing. Yeah. But I mean, like, that was the only, like, like, because I was like, I hate to just throw these out. So I was like, well, I'll wait till next time we do a fire pit and I'll put them on and yeah. maybe it'll be almost like some incense there. But <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's people weeping right now as they're listening to this. But, it, it's something um, that you don't necessarily think about because well, you're exactly right. It, it, the, uh, and again, the labor, you know, the in, the intensive part, you know, that you have to keep up with to tinker with is the, is the maintaining your collection mm, part. And that's mm-hmm. why it's nice, you know, if you live in an area that has a nice cigar shop to be able to swing by a place like the country squire and get uh you know your favorite cigar just when you want to smoke it where you're not having to fool with the you know humidor uh seasoning cedar and uh keeping things you know to a certain temperature and humidity level and all these other things um you know that pipe tobacco just doesn't uh doesn't require you know and so right, right. Um, so there is that there is that difference and i think a lot of cigar fo- folks they they find the um they find the maintaining of their, you know, cigar cellar, as it were, um, you know, to be a frustration. But but some also, you know, find it to be kind of a joy. That's kind of their thing. I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to go, you know, after I pour my coffee, go check on the humidor and make sure it's, you know, this and this and this. So um, is, and, and is cigar cellar the preferred nomenclature? Uh, no, I think a lot of folks will just uh, just a humidor, just a humidor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that, you know, that's just kind of a. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of the thing. If you're going to tinker with cigars, that's kind of where most of the effort is going to go. Right, but, right. Um, another difference between pipes and cigars, which I think is is really interesting, and we don't give enough uh, thought to really when you just think broadly about them. But it's the difference of the smoke characteristic hmm. uh, characteristics. You, you think about, um, you know, with a pipe, the the smoke tends to be kind of. Uh, kind of uh, mild, a little wispy, it's it's softer. You can also, you know, uh, I, I don't particularly encourage it, but, you know, occasionally you can inhale it if you want to because it's not so, so thick or strong. Um, with a cigar, the smoke is so thick and dense and powerful. The particles that are coming off the cigar are very, very uh, dense. And so, you, you know, you're creating a lot more smoke uh, which i think is interesting and 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 because of that the smell tends to be very heavy uh and it also tends to linger and so it's one of those things where after you smoke a cigar you know typically you know a lot of folks are going to complain about maybe the the smell getting stuck in their uh clothing or or if it's like you and me kind of their beard like a lot of times i'll smoke a cigar and even the next day even sometimes after i shower like i'll still you know kind of get you know, cigar in my beard and certainly in our, in our hair. Too. Yeah. Especially um, with your mane, man. man <laughs> long hair. You know, I've, I've got long hair and I, a lot of times I'll put it up in a, in a tail or a bun or something, but it's one of those things. If it's down, if it's hanging around my face and I've smoked a cigar, um, it, it can be kind of, kind of a lot, you know, you've yeah. got that cigar smell kind of surrounding your face with that hair always down in your, <laughs> in your face. So, uh, but you know, and, and it's, sometimes that's pleasant to be honest with you. You've smoked a really good cigar, uh, you know, and, and, and that's your thing. You like the smell of cigars, then uh, that you, can be a good thing. But I for a yet, lot of folks, it, it, that's a, you know, it, it's a frustration. Yeah. I, I, for me personally, I mean, I, and I, I do enjoy the occasional cigar, but I've yet to find a cigar that I enjoy the after smell. Like I, 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 yeah, I sure. greatly enjoy the cigars, uh, the cigars, well, many cigars, not all cigars, but I do greatly enjoy them. And I enjoy them while I'm smoking them. I enjoy the flavor. I enjoy the sure. taste, but there's just that aftertaste slash smell that just, sure. It just, it, it's always kind of like, it's an investment to some yeah. extent. It's like a time, but if I'm going to smoke this, I'm going to have to live with that stench all day long. Now, again, yeah. that's just me. Like other yeah. people love that. I, I, and I think you're right. There, There is a sense in which you're saying, okay, I'm taking this time to invest in this. Mm. And, and we'll talk about this a little more later, but you know, it, it's something where, you know, I, I know that after this, you know, I may have to go take a shower or, <laughs> right. you know, put on some cologne or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just a little different. You know, what was interesting, um, we recently at the Squire had our first cigar event ever. Uh, we've been here 46 years and had, you know, have done plenty of pipe events, but have never done cigar centric events. And so we had one about three weeks ago yeah. and it was awesome. Uh, our good friend Joe Hill with Dominican Big League Cigars came in and, um, and, and did an event with that. And it was really a lot of fun. Um, but there were, you know, there were 30 cigar smokers in the shop that night. Man. Now let's, let's talk about this, right? You're used to the pipe shop being, or the, you know, our, the, the country squire being filled with, um, you know, pipe smoke, which mm, which mm. tends to tends to be a little more wispy. It dissipates quicker, and uh, you know, it doesn't linger as much, and all that. So, but but thirty cigar smokers. You know, <laughs> we had both our smoke eater filtration systems right. going full blast, 
And dude, it was it was heavy in here. Like yeah. it was it was thick. Yeah, I mean, we had a few folks. They went outside and they were like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna give my eyes a little break for five minutes." You know, man. So, uh, it, but it's just one of those things. It's uh, th- those of us that though are around cigars more uh, and and like them and enjoy them. And uh, in, uh, certainly, several of our customers that were here that night uh, that you know smoke cigars much more than I do. Um, they were um, you know that they didn't see anything. You know, they were like, "Oh man, this is great." You know, they loved it. But it's you know, a lot oh, of folks, that, a lot of folks that weren't used to it were yeah. like, man, this is uh, it's a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting because, I mean, there is a uh, obviously there's there's some similarities, like you mentioned, in terms of people who go to a cigar versus going to a pipe or, or perhaps go to the, the cigar for the same reason they may go to the pipe. But there is something of a stigma that goes along with cigar smokers, even to pipe smokers, you know, sure. and, you know, um, kind of drawing back to that video. I mean, one of the things he mentioned is kind of this painting this picture of the fat cat, right? Like yeah, sure. Smoking his cigar, just being all wasteful, blowing out the smoke and everything else. Making you deal with it kind of thing. And I think there was a sense of that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it kind of, you know, I, I've thought several times, I've mentioned uh, and or confessed on the show before, but uh, I, I was a fan of uh, a series known as Downton Abbey back when that was on the air. Yeah. Uh, and Is that and off the air now? It's you know, off I, the air. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I did, did they wrap it up or was last it? Last year was last season. Okay. Think, yeah. Okay. Good. Although I've been, I've been going on my uh, third or fourth uh, marathon watching all the episodes <laughs> but as i'm re-watching it like they're they sit around a lot and they'll smoke cigars yeah and this is like you know a regal family like they're one of the, the lords of the county right sure. like that's that's their whole deal is that it is excess and having everything nice and when you ever you see pipes in that era at least on the on the show it's always like in the pub or like the, the common folk interesting because yeah. you know there's there's like you know we've talked about it before but the, the pipe is reusable and and you know you kind of yeah. consume a little bit less in terms of of the tobacco and so it's yeah, kind of the tobacco a, tends to be less expensive. Right. Whereas with, you know, there is, and I don't necessarily mean this in a negative way, but by comparison of the pipe of which you kind of fill and you pack and you smoke and you have the pipe afterwards, this idea of like, well, I'm going to take that whole leaf and I'm going to wrap it around and I'm just going to smoke it straight down and everything. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There is kind of almost an, an abundance type of feel to it. Yeah, that, almost right? an excess or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. I could see that. I could see that. And while that's not, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. I mean, yeah. you know, to some extent, perhaps that's one of the reasons why cigars have boomed. Uh, in the wake of, of pipes kind of taking a step back, at least in the last couple of decades. Sure. You know, you've seen celebrities smoking cigars. There's kind of this sense of like... Well, it's a status thing, Exactly. Right? You've yeah. made it once you've smoked a cigar. And so I wonder if that's part of what, what plays into that mindset of, of cigar... Think- "Quote unquote bad." You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. I I think it could be. Uh, you know, it, there is kind of a mischaracterization that all smokers are all, all cigar smokers can be like that, you right? Know? And, oh, yeah. And yeah I yeah. think the the thing is, there are folks that I mean, I literally uh, just the other day, as a matter of fact, and I, you know, th- this person came in. He's a great customer. Uh, he's very friendly, but he, you know, he, he's very clear that like he smokes cigars big, fat, flashy <laughs> cigars because he wants his friends to think he's cool. Yeah. I mean, he's very open about this. Yeah. Very, very, very open about this. And, um, and and there's that sense in which, like, you know, it, it's not even an enjoyment thing as much for him as, like, it's a... I, I know I'm going to stand out in the crowd if I smoke this particular cigar. You know, like, it's a it's a 70-ring gauge cigar. It looks like I've got a tree branch in my mouth and, you know, it's got a big, flashy ring on it, that, you know, band <laughs> that just makes it look really cool. Right, and it's right, like, right. You know, so, so there is this sense in which like oh well that you know that's the purpose of you're that. making a statement same thing if you says when you're smoking a pipe if exactly. you're smoking a pipe you make a statement if you're smoking a cigar you're making a statement that's the thing i was in the shop the other day smoking my you know clawfoot meerschaum that you know weighs like three pounds and <laughs> right. everyone's like well you know you sure look like a jackass you know <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's that thing where you know if, if you smoke that you you just kind of making a statement you know this is not your your typical uh, straight pipe or right. you know bent pipe or you know if you're smoking a calabash you, you're asking people to look at you. That's good. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, and and so I understand that. Um, You know, we have joked on the show before that like, and, and it's been a long time maybe since we've mentioned this, but you know, when, when certain people walk in the shop, I immediately know that they're cigar smokers. Like, did that happen earlier today? That's a thing. Uh, yeah, that did happen earlier. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. yeah it, it did actually. I was uh, sharing with Bo about a, a a customer that we had today that you know someone walked in and and you just immediately kind of know like 
okay, that guy's here for cigars. So let me let me be sure he knows where the humidor is and point him to that and make sure he's, you know, if he has any questions or whatever. But but not all cigar smokers are like that, you know. And I, I think we talked about Isn't earlier. Isn't that interesting, though? I had never really thought about it like that, but yeah. that is interesting. Yeah, th- there's there's a sense of, um I, I don't know, uh, confidence and maybe occasionally brashness that, that flow together that when I see that combination walk through the door, um, I, I just immediately know that, uh, you know, that, that I need to point that person to the humidor, <laughs> I, you know, I just know, but, but the beauty of it is like, you know, they're not, uh, not all cigar smokers are, are that way, no, you know, and I, and no. I did mention earlier that, you know, if folks go to the cigar and to the pipe in, in a lot of ways for the same reasons. And, and often that is, you know, slowing down a lot of uh, pipe smokers mischaracterize, uh, cigar guys because they you know don't think that cigars can kind of promote that sense of contemplative thought and you know uh you know relaxation and also the process and all those other things and uh and and I, and I disagree with that you know I think a lot of cigar smokers come to the cigar because it does uh force them to slow down it forces them to uh take care of something that um, you know, they have to obviously tend to for, uh, for a long period of time yeah, just to, yeah. you know, to, to relax. And it, so it kind of helps them relax. But, you know, I, I think the, the main thing that, that is the, um, you know, for the normal cigar smoker, uh, that, you know, t- proves that those, a lot of folks are coming to this for the same reason that a pipe smoker is, is they, you know, they're, they're saying every time they smoke a cigar, they're saying, you know, I'm going to dedicate at least, an hour, you know, or 45 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half, I'm going to dedicate this time to resting. You mm. know, they're they mm-hmm. saying when they light that cigar that, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a $6 cigar. Maybe it's a $10 stick. Maybe it's a $20 stick, but, but you're in it, but they're saying, you know, one, because it's not like a pipe where, you know, you can put it out and come back to it later that day. Maybe, yep. you know, I mean, I, you know, and a lot of pipe smokers don't do that, but some do. And, you know, but, but if you're if you're lighting that cigar up, you're saying no. I, I'm I'm going to give this next hour, hour and a half to myself. <laughs> right. You know, and I, there's there's a sense in which that's kind of beautiful. You know, you're t- you're saying this this ten dollars. I'm putting it on the table, and I'm saying this is my time, and Man. it's worth it to me. And I'm going to use this as my season to escape, even if it's just for tonight. It's know? almost like that that plume of smoke is almost like a barrier, like a shield you're putting around. Yeah, yourself. exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, you're you're saying I this is a this is a point in time which I am dedicating to to myself to relaxation or or maybe to uh, communion with friends or something like that. Mm. And and I think. I think there's something to be said for that. You know, we don't, you know, if, for those of us that are younger that, you know, occasionally go out with friends, you know, we don't think twice about going to the bar and paying six, eight, ten, twelve bucks for a beer or a cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, mm-hmm. that's just the price of admission now. You know, if you go to the, you know, we've got a really swanky lounge in our neighborhood called the library. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks go there. Uh, you go to the library, you're probably, you know, if you order a gin and tonic or a whiskey, you're, you're probably going to pay about 10 bucks for a drink, you know? And, and, and you think about that's, that's expensive and it is, but you know, the, the cigars can be that way too. So yeah. it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate this, this period for this. And, you know, I might get two good hours out of this cigar and it's going to be a blessing to me. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to experience the flavor. Maybe the flavor isn't as nuanced as, uh, you know, maybe a pipe or, uh, you know, the, there's not as you know much that goes into it, but you know, I'm going to set this time aside for me. And, uh, and I, I think there's something beautiful to that. So really it comes down to it, man. I mean, you know, we are in, you know, we're, we're pipe enthusiasts. Obviously this is a pipe podcast. That is where, you know, our, our interest and our focus lies. And, you know, if you're listening to this, obviously you, you, you came to this podcast for that reason, but show some love to our cigar, cigar brothers and sisters and cousins and uncles and aunts that are out there. Because yeah. I mean, it's all, we're all one family. Well, and what, what I, what I like and what I think, uh, you know, it was really telling to me. I heard several stories recently from uh, the big uh, IPCPR convention. Our, yeah. our, uh, our, our convention we had in uh, July, I guess it was, where all the uh, pipe and cigar retailers got together, all the distributors and stuff. And of course, we're, you know, under attack with some of this new FDA regulation and things like that. And the the unity that was showed was so telling to me about the the national relationship between cigar folks and and pipe folks and and what was even more telling to me is that you know if you think about the relationship between cigar folks and pipe folks like in in America today 
you know, most premium tobacco, 95% of premium tobacco is, is cigar related. You know, I mean, we, you know, the pipe, as much as the pipe industry has boomed over the past, you know, 10 years, and we've seen it, you know, firsthand, um, you know, it's, it's still a, a very small piece of the pie compared to cigars. And, and, and what was beautiful about that convention all the story i heard this from multiple people is that the cigar folks on multiple occasions the cigar folks that had skin in the game that were standing up about this fda stuff they made a point to say that they were going to bat for pipe people too man and that that tells a lot you know that tells it would be so easy you know for a giant industry that makes you know hundreds of millions of dollars a year uh, you know, th- to to brush off this little fly on the shoulder, but like the you know for for cigar folks to recognize kind of the importance of that, kind of where they've come from, and, and also the um I don't know just the brotherhood that kind of goes along with premium tobacco usage, mm. um that meant something to me. Like I when I heard stories of of some of these manufacturers of cigars saying this kind of stuff, and uh, their lobbyists being well informed on pipe stuff because mm-hmm. they you know are trying to uh, defend the whole industry, like that that. That warmed my heart. I'll be honest, man. Let, let, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit because because going into that convention, uh, we we talked to a couple of people, and of course they know who they are. We talked to a couple of people. And we're like that we're going. We're like, look, find out why you are there. Look for it. Yeah. Find out who at the, at the end of the day who is going to be our advocate. Who is going to be the voice that is going to speak for pipes. Because, you know, we, we're very much, you know, we've been so grateful to everybody who's tuned into this podcast, who continues to tune into this podcast. This has become a, a platform in and of itself that we can help whoever is going to be our champion, right? Whoever's sure. going to go in there and fight, fight for kind of the, the pipe community. In the face of all this, yeah. Find out, who, like, let us know, like, like, help us kind of figure out who that is so we can help vet them out, so we can help give that person uh, a platform, him or her, whoever they may be. That's right. And every single person came back and said, it's the cigar folks. Yeah. Like, like they're, they, and they're, like, you got to realize, and like you, you mentioned before, but I mean, they're well connected, but they care. And they got a war chest that's much bigger than the pipe folks. Have. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and yeah. it, it was really telling to me the, the connectedness there. Yeah. Um, and that, that, uh, was very important. So just, just know, you know, if, if you are a pipe person that doesn't have a lot to do with cigars, um, there, there's a, there's a real beauty to the other side. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, for a, a person in my position that runs a shop that is pipe centric, but sells cigars, <laughs> you know, we have so many folks that come in that enjoy both and, and maybe they lean to one side or the other, but, um, you know, they see them very much in, um, in, you know, as a, as a compliment. And, uh, and I love that. You've turned the country squire to some extent into, uh, into Sweden, man. This is, this is Rick's from Casablanca. Uh, you got you got the cigar faction and the pipe faction, and like everybody's just getting along and chill, man. Yeah, we're just happy, dude. Like that's it's, happy. it's it's a beautiful. Once again, the country squire absolutely is the promised land for uh, for the pipe and also the the cigar fish. Premium product. tobacco, baby. We're we're all about it. Responsible use. That's it. Well, on on a on an episode like this where we we show some love to uh, to uh, those in the kind of the cigar fan community, uh, and and us being in the in the pipe community. I think when it comes to a pipe that's going to sponsor this episode, yeah. there could not be a better one. That's right. Uh, of course, those who've been <laughs> listening for quite some time know we're talking about a pipe that comes from a manufacturer that you know and we love. Uh, one of the longest running, if not the longest running pipe manufacturers in America, Missouri Meerschaum. Missouri Meerschaum. We love Missouri Meerschaum. This is a pipe unlike that of which you have ever seen. It is called the Cobb cigar it is it is it's amazing and and for those that are more uh into pipe history and uh you know pipe uh you know knowledge of you know all things mm. pipe you know you might remember some of those pipes back from mid-century and even earlier those zeppelin pipes you know there was kind of this uh th- this movement of pipes briar pipes that look like cigars um and, and and you know you loaded your tobacco in from the front or maybe you took the pipe apart in the middle and <laughs> loaded the tobacco and put it back together it's kind of this uh interesting um, you know, combination of the idea of smoking a, a cigar, smoking a pipe that kind of looks like a cigar, and, uh, and and in the modern you know carver world, we have actually seen more uh, modern uh, small batch American artisans uh, doing these cigar pipes, and so they'll they'll do more and more of this. And of course, um, there's no one better to take up that uh, mantle of excellence uh, to to bring to this cob the the, the cigar pipe. 
than than Missouri Meerschaum. And so what they've done is they've taken a uh, you know a corn cob and turned it into what looks like a cigar. It's they, got a. They've literally taken a corn cob. Done. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, it. That's it. That's it, what it but, but but it but it's beautiful. It's a it's a it's Absolutely. a long it's a long uh, small cob. Uh, it has an acrylic mouthpiece, and it's uh and and so you actually load the tobacco in the end of it and and smoke it uh similarly to you would as a, a to a cigar. It, it's it's cool because it comes with a uh, a cork insert that goes in the end of it. It actually comes with this. So if you want to <laughs> so load cool. it and save it for later, or oh maybe put gosh. it in your pocket and pre, you know save the ashes you know from getting in your pocket or something like that. Uh, really really cool. It's just a a, a really neat thing that uh, the folks at Missouri Meerschaum have done, and uh, it, it retails for anywhere between eighteen ninety nine and uh, and twenty four ninety nine somewhere in there. But um, you know you can find it all over. It's a non filtered Missouri Meerschaum, so it's one of those that uh, you know you're just getting the cob with the acrylic mouthpiece. But they've spent a lot of hard work on this, a lot of time on this, making sure they got it right, and uh, and and I really think it's a it, it's a cool piece that they've come out with, man. The cigar cob, it's so cool. I can't I can't wait to uh, to see these. You've actually got a couple of them coming into the shop, and uh, really excited. I, I'm I'm really excited to kind of get uh, get a chance to take a look at one, and I'm, I'm tempted, man. I I really want to smoke this thing just because I want to figure out how on earth. You smoke that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and what's interesting is they've kind of, uh, even on Missouri Meerschaum's website, right. which uh, we encourage you to go check out at corncobpipe.com, but uh, they've even kind of given you a primer on some of this. <laughs> so they want you to know like, you know, okay, this is a, this is not a traditional pipe because the uh, tobacco uh, loads from the end. You, while you're smoking this pipe, you'll really want to rotate the the pipe a little bit. Okay, so while you're smoking it, you'll want to rotate it around, and that's just so you know the heat isn't focused in one area at all times. Uh, this is a plant that you're smoking. It's a it's a plant filled with another plant, <laughs> and 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 because the heat could be focused on this cob. Uh, because it's in this certain shape in a certain you know area, you want to rotate it to make sure it's evenly distributed, just so your your uh, cob cigar will last longer. But um, but yeah, other than that, it's a it it, it's, it should be very familiar territory to you and uh, something very unique for you to check out and uh, and show off. All right. Pretty right. cool, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, great. Great pipe from the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pike question of the week. Pike question of the week this week comes in from Ryan Smith, uh, who says, possibly a dumb question. There are no dumb questions. There are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Just stupid people. (laughs) Uh, But here it goes. He says, I unknowingly bought a bristle rough cleaner when I started out and didn't find out there were softer ones until recently. Wow. Uh, Which do you prefer and why? Thank you, guys. I love the show. You've turned a full-time cigar smoker into the occasional pipe smoker and a full-time pipe smoker that smokes the occasional cigar <laughs> keep doing what you're doing ryan smith uh, yeah, car- carrying on the theme of the evening right man there. <laughs> yeah i know right i know uh ryan great great question uh that's interesting you know the the bristled pipe cleaners are actually not particularly common at least you know in the industry and so uh it, it's funny that you would bump into those before you'd bump into the other but um yeah typically 
I only use the bristled pipe cleaners on pipes that have heavy, heavy, heavy carbon buildup. And Mm, so, mm -hmm. you know, again, you want to build some cake on the inside of your pipe. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times they're, um, there's just not some need for the bristled pipe cleaners that had those metal, uh, just metal shards on the side of them to, to get a bigger scrub. So when I'm restoring estate pipes, uh, typically pipes that are older have a lot more to use. I will use the bristle cleaners. It seems to do a better job. Uh, uh, folks that do use the bristle cleaners more regularly are folks that don't have many pipes in their rotation and smoke a whole lot. Uh, these are folks that, you know, they're smoking all the time. They're putting a lot of miles on uh, pipes in a very short amount of time. And so that that typically is when you want to use a bristled cleaner uh, or when you've just got a, a pipe that, you know, hasn't been cleaned in forever and just needs some needs some love. But on a, on a regular basis going forward, uh, I, I generally encourage people to use either the tapered cleaner or the, uh, or the standard pipe cleaner. Yeah. And, and we prefer the ones from BJ Long as well. Uh, BJ Long that, you know, they're kind of the gold standard in, in pipe cleaners uh, and uh, come in these little clear uh, brown and, and clear plastic bags. And, uh, and, and we, we think they're the best. So, you know, it is interesting. I, I, it's pipe, our pipe cleaners, like they're used exclusively to clean pipes, not necessarily clean like metal pipes, but specifically smoke. No, pipes. no, they, they are that that's the thing. Uh, you know, they're, they were invented for cleaning pipes. I mean, tobacco, pipes, tobacco but, pipes, but you use them for a host of things. I mean, there are pipe oh, cleaners that are made for all kinds of industrial purposes. Go too. to your craft store. You'll find them. My, my, yeah, no, that's it. You can make, you know, toy giraffes out of them or what, you know, whatever you do in kindergarten, you can find pink ones if you want. Yeah. yeah. My, <laughs> my kids actually for uh, my wife and I's anniversary, I had them make, um, these pipe, these roses out of pipe cleaners, like green stem, pink, you know, pink uh, flower and everything else. Yeah. And, uh, and it's one of those things you grow up playing with all these pipe cleaners and like probably about a year into smoking my pipe while I'm cleaning my pipe with it. I'm like, Oh, that's what that's for. (laughs) That's what this is for. (laughs) Of course, a year into cleaning my pipe. The first time that I clean my pipe. (laughs) Right. Right. No, of course. Because when you start off, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Ryan, great question. Thank you so much. Really great question. Yeah. Uh, Hey, if you got pipe question of the week, send it in CSR at potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire, Ow! <laughs> all right. I had a mouthful of whiskey there. My my response was delayed. That's all right. That's all right. You dumped. You, you pulled the straw from across the room to the trough of whiskey that, across that, the that's way. That's right. That's for right. The live show from earlier in the evening. Quick fire questions coming in this night from uh, Steve D Y H. 85 over at thispipelife.com. Great. Great forums over there. We'll talk about that in a second. But for right now, let's talk about these quick fire questions. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Tabasco or Crystal? What does that mean? Okay, so those are two different brands of hot sauce, both originating. I didn't know Crystal was a hot sauce. It is a hot sauce. It's not nearly as like tangy. It or, doesn't have the punch. punch that, the punch. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I'm going to go with Tabasco, Tabasco because I know I know it. Yeah. So for me, it's Tabasco if you're cooking. Right. Uh, you know, if you're making gumbo, something like that, you want to, you want to spice it up. You always go to Tabasco. You'd need nothing else. Uh, however, if you are eating catfish, okay, you go to crystal. Okay. Um, okay. I would assume perhaps, uh, uh, fried chicken as well. I don't necessarily put hot sauce on fried chicken, but if you did, crystal might be a go-to. I will say this catfish. If I'm eating fried catfish, I want crystal. I want it there. I want it while I'm eating and I want it on my catfish. Interesting. Okay. okay. Bourbon or sour mash. I, you know, it, this is kind of embarrassing. I don't know what sour mash is. Oh, do you not? I, I guess I, yeah, I guess I don't know what that is. So I, I, I drink and love bourbon. I mean, we're actually drinking some small batch four roses tonight, uh, which is kind of nice. So, um, so I'll go with that, but I, I don't know what sour mash is. Yeah. You know, I've been reminded recently that I am, I am a bourbon fan. And every single time I kind of go around and, and try some different things, I, I always find myself just going back to a good Four Roses bourbon. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you that the Maker's 40, is it 46? Uh, yeah. Wow. Maker's 46. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. That stuff's fine. That, that yeah. has been my go-to. And I, it, that'll, that'll teach you how to like bourbon. If, you, if, you, Dude. if you've tried bourbon before and you didn't like it, um, but are willing to maybe try something again just to see. Uh, yeah, try Maker's Forty Six. Yeah, it's delicious. That one, Buffalo Trace and Blanton's. Uh, Blanton's if I've got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Blanton. That just that stuff just fine. That's expensive, but it's very very good. Uh, so yeah, bourbon for me. Uh, rice or mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. Yeah, who eats rice? 
No, rice rice is good. It has its place. No, it, no it, there, there are certain things that go better with rice. You know, rice, uh, in some sense, you might see, you know, a full a piece of fish over rice or, uh, you know, rice mixed with some type of vegetables or something. But I mean, I like rice, but I'm, a, but, I mean, mashed potatoes. You right? do a blackened fish over mashed potatoes, not rice, sir. I will tell you this. You're right. Rice has its place. <laughs> that is wrapped around some sushi or that is put in a burrito. But in a situation where it's a one for one exchange. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying here? No, I get it. Yeah. Then, then potatoes gotta go mashed potatoes okay that's fair and mashed sweet potatoes i recently no i do like mashed sweet potatoes dude i recently had um what was it we were making we were making this beef stew okay oh my gosh it was incredible and i really i had in my mind i want to do this beef stew over kind of like traditional you know mashed potatoes i was gonna mash them put a little garlic and butter and everything my wife comes back in and uh she wasn't able to find the potatoes i was kind of wanting to get but she had some sweet potatoes yeah i was like beef stew over sweet potatoes could this be real? Did you do it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was incredible. We took it to new heights that night, food-wise. It was amazing. It was amazing. So, <laughs> mashed potatoes, especially if they're sweet. Uh, and finally, Mexican food or Chinese food? Uh, Mexican food, although I, I love Chinese food. But I think if I had to pick, you know, it, my favorite, it'd be Mexican food. It depends heavily on the source. Yes, fact. Because there are very sketchy ones of both, at least in our part of the world. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, you know, <laughs> well, no, I'm, I won't. Let's that. just say there's a Chinese place uh, three doors down from the Country Squire, and um, I there's there's occasions where I don't see as many feral cats running around as I do another time. Wow. So I, I'm I'm just saying. No, I, it's true. But wow, it, it, it is. Wow, it, it, it is. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I have eaten there on occasion. It has never been in my right frame of mind. Yeah. Uh, and and I've and I've always regretted it. I've never once. <laughs> I've never, I got to tell you, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, maybe after we record, I'm going to go over to that Chinese restaurant. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, <laughs> much love to the business what is, owners. What does Jim Gaskin store. say? He's like, uh, you know, is there any better way to communicate that I give up? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. But it is good. Like, don't get me, like, in the moment, in the moment, it is good. Um, between the two, I'd probably go with Mexican just because in my mind right now, the the head-to-head is the place three doors down. And uh, and Jocko's Tacos, which is a little bit more Tex-Mex than like full-on Mexican, but it is. Oh yeah, sure. It's quite good. Plus, man, when I was down in Mexico last, they made this. Um, it was like this shrimp, a dip. Like it was like shrimp and avocado. Yeah. And like uh, a pico de gallo, and oh my god, Mexican, Mexican all the time. Yeah. I, yeah, I gotta gotta go there. I, I agree. So good. Great quick fire questions again. Those were from Stephen. I'm sorry, Steve D Y. H85 over on thispipelife.com. Now, thispipelife.com, if you've never been, this is an awesome online community that we are big fans of uh, uh, for many of reasons, uh, not the least of which is they help make this show happen. That's right. But more importantly than that, you go into thispipelife.com, you register, you co- use the code CSR when you register, you are introduced to a wonderful community. I was on the uh, board, the forums earlier today, yeah. coming through, loving all the different feedback and the different thoughts that are shared there. Uh, actually, back when we did our uh, our Pirates episode in particular, seeing some of the stories of people who are really into uh, into that. the pipe community, but also yeah. into the pirates community, man. It's it's really, really awesome. And so I love uh, getting a chance to, to see what's going on in the pipe world and specifically on the wonderful forums at thispipelife.com. Again, if you have not done so already, this is the time. Head over thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR uh, when you sign up. It helps support the show. And, uh, and yeah, and you get all this wonderful stuff at thispipelife.com. That's right. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, we got some great listener feedback. I tell you what, let's actually, do you mind actually reading that middle one first? Sure. So we've got one in uh, that John David's about to read here. This actually is an email that was sent in a while back that kind of got caught in the mix of things you know yeah so occasionally we have that happen yeah you know I've, i got a lot of email addresses that i have to manage <laughs> and it's it's it can be difficult keeping up with everything but um nelson uh was was kind enough to to send resend this email and nelson actually a member of the boston pipe club up yeah there, great uh, which he references here but anyway I'll, I'll let you take it away yeah nelson says i just wanted to say you guys do a great job with the podcast i found out while searching in itunes back in august of 2014 and couldn't believe you had that many shows and i hadn't heard of you yet <laughs> i listen to all the podcasts and have to say uh, yours is the best and highest and has the highest sound quality uh, i particularly like to listen to interviews with people in the pipe community but you guys seem to have a knack of keeping the 
keeping things fresh and interesting without the need for interviews, but I especially like it when you do them uh, and would like to hear more. I'm glad you... It is time we do another interview. We need, we need, we need an interview soon. Yeah. Well, we'll talk interviews about Interviews are it. a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're now doing the show from the shop so you can actually smoke while you pair it with whiskey. I don't generally get to watch the live show, but I never miss the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but December 14th, I hope it has... Uh, no, let's see. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I put on a short review of your podcast on the October-November 14 newsletter of the HSHPC Gazette. Uh, I've also been posting links to your most recent shows since December 14th. I hope this has helped with listenership. Uh, so if anyone is listening in the in the greater Boston area, and particularly south of Boston, we meet on the first Tuesday of the month in Sharon, Massachusetts. Um, we all have a group from Rhode Island that comes up to up to Rhode Island, or from Rhode Island. Uh, check out our website at www.shpcboston.org for more details and past issues. I wanted to congratulate John David on his purchase of the shop. Uh, pretty ball, pretty ballsy move considering the new FDA regs. I sincerely hope all goes well with your new venture. You're a perfect fit for the job. Uh, also, hopefully, the big JC has your back. Um, I, I wish we knew now what the future of pipes and tobacco brings. Uh, that's about it. I'm glad I was finally able to connect. Thanks for all you do uh, to help keep up the pipe community alive and thriving. Keep up the good work, Nelson. So, Nelson, thanks so much for your kind words, man. We're glad you uh, enjoy our show and, uh, and, and, and feel like you've connected with us. And we hope, uh, hope the best for the, um, Sherlock Holmes pipe club, uh, up there in the greater Boston area. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Great, great pipe club up there. Um, all right. So this next one comes in from Tim Hubber on Facebook. He says, Hey guys, discover the podcast a couple weeks ago and I'm really enjoying it. Listening to the archives now, but hoping to get caught up at some point. Uh, someone's probably already shared this with you, but came across uh, this pipe today. And I think, you have to have it. Now, this is the uh, the pipe. This has been shared a couple of times. It's a large Meerschaum yeah. pipe mic. It's a, it's a microphone pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it's a gorgeous pipe. I mean, every single time I see it, I, you know, any, anytime I see a, a take on the pipe mic, uh, yeah, my, my, my eyes do sparkle. A it, bit. It, it, it does warm our hearts. We also got an iTunes review in from JD Smoking Pipes who says, Good times. My dad and I really enjoy Country Squire Radio each week. Good hosts, good content, and good times. Pull up a chair, light up a bowl, and enjoy. Thank you, JD and Bo. Man, really, really great. Now, other other stuff coming in from Twitter tonight. We've got uh, Honey and Coffee. Man, ca- Turn in your man card, please. What? <laughs> no, dude. No, no, look. Look, you, you, you say that to my grandfather. <laughs> you... you uh, because I tell you, I get this genetically from him. Well, that's, that's that's fine. That's great. Uh, also, Russ Hicks says, uh, great to hear about the synergy between pipes and cigars. God bless the cigar community if they help save our hobby. So indeed, very much so. Great stuff. You know, we love getting this kind of feedback uh, over on the, the Twitters while we're broadcasting uh, live. You know, we do broadcast live I- ideally at CountrySquireRadio.com. That's right. Uh, tonight, uh, as we kind of uh, alluded to on the podcast, we've had some technical issues with uh, some things, the way that YouTube has been uh, redoing the way their streaming service works. Things may be changing in the near future. Um, you know, I'll, I'm going to be kind of taking a crack tomorrow and seeing what I can uh what I can make work, but, um, it may be in the future. We end up using like Facebook live as opposed to the YouTube live. Sure. It honestly, it just depends on what makes the most we're, sense. We're so. going to figure it out and we'll, we'll keep you guys abreast of uh, how that works out. Yeah. And the best way to stay tuned for any changes on the horizon is by keeping up with us on the old social media, uh, facebook.com slash country squire radio is where you can find us on uh, Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at squire radio. You can follow me at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. All that information and more can be found at country squire radio.com. Well, John David, man, I, I really, uh, this was a good show. It was a fun episode, man. I feel like it, uh, you know, was was appropriate. And, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of folks that enjoy both the pipe and, and the occasional cigar. And uh, it, it's good to good to respect that and pay homage to it and also kind of celebrate some of the uh, similarities there. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, well, you know, unity is, uh, is better. All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a night. <laughs> See you, buddy. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.